It's time to get this show on the road. It's Mike Marino, John King. Yeah. Mike and John got it going on. And online at MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. Right. We want to welcome, by the way, our new advertiser today, Yes, we do. Oakland Insurance. They're going to be the new sponsor of the Tucson History Lesson. So welcome to the Gigo family of advertisers. That means I have to get a Tucson History Lesson put together real soon, don't yes, I? Yes, you do. i got to get on the ball. Why start now? <laughs> <laughs> Old habits are hard to well, break. That's true. We'll also have the uh, the answer to last night's trivia question, according to a recent survey of working Americans. You know who you are. Eight percent say they have caught a fellow worker doing this. What was that fellow worker doing? What are you doing in there? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of great answers and. Yeah. Some of them probably true. Mm-hmm. So we'll find out what the yeah. winning answer was. These answers are very revealing about the workplaces. <laughs> like, what and is a lot going of them on? Are like, yep, know yeah. that guy. Yeah. Yep, know that girl. Yeah. So we'll get to the uh, the answer to that. Our two cent history lesson coming up, and uh, rent is coming to the dial. Yeah. What a great show. Right. And you know what? I think we have some tickets we're going to give away too. We do. Not today. Not today. But, go ahead and say it like Caruso. <laughs> Not today, Mike. <laughs> Not today. I need fun Tonight, we'll give you a chance to win the tickets. Yeah. Details are coming up. But first, a look at local news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. All right, here's what's going on. The home of the CEO of the company responsible for a toxic chemical discharge into the Huron River was vandalized on Friday. Officers with the City of Northfield Police Department responded Friday morning to the home of Tribar Technology CEO Kevin Crampton. Michigan Radio reports a woman who identified herself as Crampton's wife said protesters in front of her home chanted, set off fireworks, slashed eight tires on vehicles that were parked on the driveway. Eight vehicles parked in the driveway. And spray-painted derogatory graffiti on the garage and driveway. Police said they detained six people after they fled the scene. Tribar's Wixom facility released hexavalent chromium into the sewer system the weekend of July 29th. The sewer feeds into the Wixom wastewater treatment plant and then discharges into the Huron River. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services initially issued a no-contact recommendation for a portion of the river, but lifted it on Friday after testing failed to turn up anything more than just trace elements of the chemical. Northfield Police continued to investigate the vandalism. The Livingston County Road Commission says Cahokta Road will be closed at the Great Lakes Central Railroad between Oak Grove Road and Elm Street for railroad highway grade crossing repair. That work will start next Monday, August 22nd, and last through Tuesday, August 30th. Signs have been placed near the crossing in advance of the start date to notify motorists about the closure. The detour route will be posted via Oak Grove Road and Elm Street. And a Holocaust survivor, author, speaker, and educator will tell her story about her family's survival across the Nazi-Soviet frontier 
She'll do that this Wednesday, August 17th, from 7 till 8 p.m. at the Brighton District Library. Irene Miller will talk about how her family became stranded in a frozen field outside Warsaw when the man they hired to help them escape instead cheated and robbed them. She'll also relate her experiences sleeping in the winter under an open sky in no man's land, living on boiled grass and onions, and shivering with malaria. Her family struggled to survive, became separated, reunited, and ultimately were sent to a Siberian labor camp where bears came right up to their front door and where it was so cold one could freeze to death. Miller would later spend years in orphanages. She uses her Holocaust experience to promote tolerance and diversity in her testimony of courage, determination, perseverance, and the power of the human spirit. She has written her memoir, Into No Man's Land, a historical memoir. Also had a PBS documentary made about her, Irene, Child of the Holocaust. You can find details on Miller's talk on our website, mikeandjohnpodcast.com. And that's what's going on. And news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton, Brighton's preeminent jewelry store with a commitment to customer service, community involvement, honesty, professionalism, and of course, exquisite merchandise. Stop by today. See Mark and Barb Binkley. They pride themselves on offering something special for everyone. Recognize that customer satisfaction is the sole purpose of their business. They offer a unique mix of exceptional quality jewelry and value, all in a warm and engaging uh, setting. Stop by and see them today. So whether you're looking for custom designs or the latest offerings from Simon G. or Sagani Cooper & Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton and online at cooperandbinkleyjewelers.com. All right. So coming up, we're going to talk to Steve DeBrune. Right. If Steve is using my phone. What do you mean your phone? The number you gave me. Huh. That's my number. I can't call me and talk to Steve. Oh, it's- <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you. know what? I was like, oh, that number looks familiar. That's you know- me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you snickering during my news. And I thought, what did I do? That's okay. Yeah. You can get it together. You'll, you'll... <laughs> Let me see if I can find his number. I can't get his number off my phone because my phone is is there is recording us so, at this moment. So yeah, yeah. But let me uh, <laughs> see if we can rectify. Why that do you problem? work on the trivia? I'm, I'm going and to... I will work on getting Steve's number for you. <laughs> hey, you know these things happen. Sure, they do. We'll blame it on Rudy, the Mike and John driver. <laughs> yes, by the way, I mean, obviously, over the weekend, you saw our uh, our Gigo truck out yes, and about with our digital billboard. Mike and John got it going on. It was, yeah. it was a little bright. Uh, and we had we had a great time, and we yeah. got to cruise through downtown Howell with Rudy, the driver. Yes. Uh, Rudy, a very nice guy. Lots of fun. Uh, maybe broke a few traffic laws. <laughs> I don't think he broke any laws. I didn't see Well, the one left. Where he's in the right lane and made a left. Well, but, it was a know. big truck. <laughs> <laughs> no one was injured. That's the important that thing. That didn't happen. They no. don't have that traffic cam at that corner. <laughs> According to a recent survey of working Americans, those people that are working. You know, them. 8% say they have caught a fellow worker, a co-worker, doing this. Want to know what it is? Napping on the job. Would you wake somebody up if they were napping what? on the job? <laughs> I would not. Well, it depends. Clipping their nails we've, at their we've, desk. We've woken up coworkers <laughs> napping on the job on the air. Uh, that's true. <laughs> first, first we we laughed. And, well, yeah. Um, eating food that wasn't theirs in the kitchen. I think that's more than eight percent. Although maybe not got caught. Maybe they noticed their food was gone right. and suspect a coworker. Of taking their food, uh, having an affair at work, doing work for their other job. Who would do such a thing? Come on now. 
My other job is shopping on Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Caught them leaving early. Probably more than 8%. Stealing office supplies. Again, probably more than 8%. Taking credit for someone else's work. Probably more than 8%. Looking at not safe for work content online. Again, probably more than 8%. Right. Because there's some people that go, ooh. Oh, I didn't. I didn't mean to click that. Don't forget, your employer can look at your browser history. They can. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just check. Just keep that okay. in mind. Uh, looking for looking at their phone, actually working. Vicky said making a TikTok. Yeah, like making a TikTok video. That's very popular. Man. Yes. Uh, picking their nose, gossiping again, probably both more than eight percent. Drinking alcohol, watching TV. Uh, pilfering or stealing. Again, probably more than No, these, these sticky notes were meant to be taken home. All <laughs> 40 packs of them. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you must have used them all because we're out of sticky notes. <laughs> all right. The answer. Yes. One person got it. Katie Lutz, congratulations. Not washing their hands after using the restroom. We've seen that person. And we have seen that. I have seen that. And the thing is, is the person we saw do that was senior to us. So it's awkward to call out your boss. And that guy had a lot of stuff to wash off his hands. (laughs) Should still be washing his hands. Well, yeah. All right. I wouldn't shake that hand. (laughs) I'm just saying. I don't know where that thing's been. Well, I know where it's been because I saw it. Well... All right. And we also know it's often in his pants pulling them up. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so leaving the restroom. It should be. Without washing their hands. That's our answer from last All right, night. then. Uh, trivia question. Um, our sources have uh, gotten the right yes, number. We have, we've gotten the correct number, not your number. Don't call yourself. I, I, It'll be busy. I thought it would be funny if you know I called myself. You should call yourself and see what happens. Well, let's just yeah. do that first. Okay. And then we'll, we'll give Steve. Yeah. All right. Let's, Let's see, see if it uh, says like you're, you're calling yourself. Password, then press pound. What? Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm maybe I'm calling something. All right. I, I think it, it. when you call yourself, uh, depending on your service, I think it takes you right to your voicemail. Oh. So you can access your voicemail, but you don't want to do that. No, I, I don't even know what I have on that yeah. voicemail. <laughs> I don't even know either. Sometimes I a, look at my, my old, I'm like, oh my God, I got voicemail from like two years ago. No, I mean, it, it used to be where you got creative with your your, oh, yeah, you remember the I'm day. sorry I'm not here to take your call right now. Right. With some kind of wacky... Right. Um, you know, you know the wackiness. By the way, Mike and John Got It Going On brought to you by Firehouse Doors. Serving Livingston County residents for the past 24 years. Family-owned, they strive to treat each customer like family. Veteran-owned, Mike, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran. Firehouse Doors is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. For the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. Call Firehouse Doors today, 810-599-7480. Firehouse Doors. Hey, you got that number right. Steve! (laughs) Shut up! <laughs> Steve DeRuin joining us from the Dio. Uh, Steve, let's talk a little about rent. All right. What's All right. the rent? Yeah. Is the rent up? <laughs> I think rent is up everywhere. Yeah. You know, I, I know a lot of folks are already uh, talking about uh, getting tickets if they don't already have tickets to see rent, which uh, opens on the 19th, which is just a couple days away here. So, yeah. So are there tickets available? That's the big thing. 
they're going pretty fast, yeah. but we do still have tables for every show. Um, we're we're sold out of tables for two, so you got to grab a trio of friends and uh, grab a table for four. Uh, but we do still have seats, so uh, mm-hmm. if you if you move quick, you can uh, you can still get in to see the show. And of course, uh, this is the very popular Broadway musical Rent, uh, which is uh, to say it's very popular is to understate what it is. It's it's a it is a you know uh, something that has sort of be- reached the zeitgeist of uh, of you hey, know this our is culture. A Monday. Stop throwing around those <laughs> Sorry, big words that Steve might my not language. understand. <laughs> you know, but. Uh, you know, such a, 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 a performance like this, a musical like this, that's had such a, an impact on our culture. Um, to be able to bring it to the Dio, I mean, I have to imagine you were kind of angling for a while to get this. Yeah, actually, um, when we applied for the performance rights uh, for this show, um, it took a long time. I, I didn't think we were going to get it. Uh, it took a long time to get approval to perform the show. So... Um, when we got it, we were relieved and we were excited. And uh, it seems that, uh, you know, so were audiences because just posting that we were doing the show on our Facebook page, it got so much attention from people. So, right. uh, and, and uh, you know, ticket sales are, are kind of reflecting that, which is great because, uh, you know, we were closed for 18 months during uh, the pandemic, so we're excited that people are excited. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this, Steve, because I don't think a lot of people know that you have to you have to kind of, as John said, juggle to try and get these shows. What's the uh, what's yeah. the what's the process of doing that for something as big as Rent? I would imagine, or some others are like, yeah, go ahead. So yeah, you know, yeah. Is there yeah, a lot so- of politicking on this stuff, or what? No, not really. But you know, every every show is is owned by a rights holder, and there are a couple of companies that hold the rights to these productions. So we have to, you know, submit paperwork and and uh, put in all the details about um, our our theater and the location and all that stuff uh, to get permission to to perform each show in our season. And uh, you, you know, uh, it's kind of been in the news lately uh, with that uh, church that just decided they were going to perform Hamilton a couple weeks ago right uh, and changed changed lyrics and and uh, is that a problem is, is that uh, you can do that right you cannot <laughs> <laughs> no ad libbing on those yeah. scripts you cannot do that as a matter of fact <laughs> no no I wish we could do Hamilton but we can't touch that show right now <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, and, and and obviously the popularity of uh, it, it, because there's only there, there's a it's a supply and demand thing. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you know uh, uh, there are things that affect it. Uh, if there are tours of shows going on, um, they won't let you do that production if a tour is coming close to you. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that that uh, comes into play with just getting permission to right. to perform the shows. And even when they give you permission, they can pull it time so lawyers uh, <laughs> so you could have been through rehearsals and uh day before opening night and uh next thing you know it's like uh, yeah we decided to pull that out from uh from you yeah, right? you know it, it's it's happens if if a if a larger theater you know decides they're interested and that and the company can make more money yeah, yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll be like sorry you know 
Right. Well, that happens. It's not happening here, and the great news is, is not. rent it is, is not. Co- yeah, rent is coming to the Dio starting uh, this Friday, uh, the 19th, yeah. is when it opens, and it'll run through October 2nd. So, all right, we've got the behind-the-scenes stuff out of the way. Let's talk about the show itself. So, uh, you know, tell us about Rent at the Dio. Uh, well, the show takes place in the 1990s. Uh, it takes place in New York City, uh, and it follows uh, a group of young artists and musicians who are kind of, you know, struggling uh, uh, to get by. They're poor, they're hungry, uh, and uh, they're also struggling with the uh, AIDS epidemic. Uh, so, you know, the 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 story is loosely based on uh, La Boheme, uh, the opera. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it is the uh, it is a Pulitzer Prize winning musical. Uh, won the Pulitzer Prize for drama. It won the Tony Award for best musical. Tony Award for uh, best original score. Tony Award for best book of a musical. So it's it's a uh, really um, you know acclaimed uh, show, uh, and uh, it just. It, it speaks to a lot of people. It's still really relevant today, even though uh, it came out in 1996, which now it's kind of weird to think that the show has kind of become a period piece. In right, a way right. It, it's here so your... in the 1990s. <laughs> I mean, I, to me, this this show is like, it's in a certain, it's like a Gen X anthem, almost. It, it, yeah. it sort of represents that generation uh, yes, in a lot yes, of sir. ways. Um, and you know, uh, when you finally got the rights to this and were able to, you know, you say, all right, let's cast the show. I have a feeling, and I, there was a lot of interest for people to be in this show. Yeah, this was, uh, one of the, the best attended auditions that we've ever held, um, so it, it was actually pretty difficult to, to cast the show because we saw so many talented people. And I would say, um, this is probably one of the most talented cast of actors we've had on our stage. When they sing together, just gives you goosebumps. The other day when we were in rehearsal, uh, they were they were rehearsing without microphones on yet, and that whole room was just like vibrating with sound. It was really incredible right, right. To, to just hear them all singing together and just filling the space so much without even having microphones on that's, yet. That's awesome. Steve, are you in the play? No, I'm not. I am now, unfortunately, too old. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, it's all, it's Wait, if you're too old, then we're too old. Yeah, yeah, no, you're not, no, too, you're old. not too old. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Dig deep in for that acting uh, skill. That's Come right. on. <laughs> right, right. Can't you send a hologram up there? <laughs> right. right, I'll be I'll be making my rent debut this weekend. I <laughs> okay. uh, so, um, so how big is the cast? Uh, it's a cast of 15 actors uh, and... Um, Really, uh, you know, the great thing about Rent is that it's it's such diverse storytelling. Um, The characters come from all walks of life. Um, You know, they're they're just so, well, I mean, the word is diverse. I already said that. It's just incredibly inclusive. It's it's a beautiful show in that respect. Right. And I would, you know, an intimate space like the Dio... Uh, with a cast like that, and, and like you said, you kind of, you know, you always have great talented cast, but to have the pick 
yeah. you know, to know that you're really going to have this excellent, uh, you know, ensemble up there. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, you know, I can imagine that in that space, it is yes. really going to be uh, just a, a phenomenal performance, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, being able to see it as well. So, for folks that want to want to get tickets, as we said, you know, they're going quick. Uh, how do they do it? Uh, you can visit us online at uh, dialtheater.com, and that's theater with an R-E, or you can give our box office a call at 517-672-6009. Box office is open Tuesdays through Saturdays from noon to 2 p.m. All right, and we have managed to snag a pair of tickets for this <laughs> Sunday's matinee. Yes. Uh, That's right. You guys have got our last table of two. There's not a single table of two left, but you guys have got one. All right. right. So what we're going to do is, on tonight's MNT, Monday Night Trivia, whoever is the first to get it right will win those tickets to Sunday's matinee show, Right. Rent at the Dial. And, of course, that includes your dinner, right? That's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, tickets include dinner, dessert, and non-alcoholic beverages. Don't forget to tip your server. One of the cool things about coming to the Dio is that the actors in the show also serve the table. So you get one of the actors table side uh, throughout your uh, your day with us. And honestly, I have to tell you, having gone to many, many Dio shows, cool. it is kind of cool to be able to talk yeah. to one of the actors, uh, you know, before and even in between. Uh, yeah. You know, to, to just get a sense of who they are as a person and then see them up on stage. That's that's a very interesting interaction, and you don't get yeah. that in a lot of places. Yeah. It is, it is, and it's it's great for the actors, too. You always feel like you've got a cheering section, you know? Yeah, yeah no, exactly. It, it is great, and, uh, and, and as you said, make sure you tip the wait staff. Uh, but uh, uh, always a great time at the Dial. Uh, and again, it's Dial Theater with an R-E dot com. Uh, you can go there and find out more information, and uh, we'll have those tickets for Sunday's matinee on our Monday Night Trivia tonight on Facebook. Hey, Steve, keep the great shows coming to the Dial, buddy. We appreciate being a part of it. Uh, will do. Thanks, guys. All right. Steve DeBruin from The Dial and Pingney, thanks for joining us. And uh, again, we'll have those tickets uh, up for grabs tonight in Monday Night Trivia. I'm going to have to start working on a great question right yeah, after the Get to the work on it, will today. you? Oh, my I'll God. I got to do something around yeah, here. Yeah, you absolutely do. All right. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get back at you since you made fun of me because I gave you your own phone number. <laughs> like, well, clearly John doesn't even know my phone number. It's just pick the you name know what? and hit the it. Reason, okay, let me explain why I gave you your own phone number. <laughs> because I'm that old. In, I don't my, know. in my Facebook interactions with Steve, he said to me, he goes, by the way, what number is going to be calling me? And I'm like, oh, well, Mike is the one that calls. And I, so I gave him your number. I see. But when I went to look this morning to go, oh, yeah, and I looked in the Facebook Messenger, and I just saw, oh, the number and I, I forgot. Oh, that was the number I sent him. And I'm the old That's one on the show. That's not what he sent me, and I okay. uh, <laughs> made that mistake. That's okay. <laughs> Stuff happens. It's a Monday. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you know how things. How that happened? I, I don't know. Uh, Just well. like how we had that truck with our name on it. Yeah, I Cruise don't know. through Livingston how County did that on happen? Saturday. Yeah, and and again, uh, thanks for all the great you know responses and interactions that we had with folks uh, out and about on Saturday. Yeah, um, it was a lot of fun. We hope was, to do it again soon. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to see folks, and you know. Uh, it was so funny because the very next day, 
I was at Kroger, and I'm walking out to my car, and a woman passed me, very nonchalant, and she goes, hey, where's the Giggle truck? Aren't you shopping with the Giggle truck? And I'm like, That's a lot wow, of groceries. it's already made its, you know, it's already made an impact. People are expecting to see us drive around in it, so. I'm working on that. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Hey, Murphy's Family Auto, by the way, also supporters here on the Mike and John podcast. Uh, they're looking for office help, a porter service advisor type job. The pay will be based on your skill level and experience. If you're interested, give them a call. Murphy's Family Auto, 517-552-3040. You can also stop in to apply. And they're now open Saturdays 8 to 1. And if you tell them Mike and John sent you, you'll save 5% off your bill. That's right. So whether you're applying for the job or you have a car issue, right. truck issue, Maybe maybe your Gigo truck needs a tune-up. That's true. You could get a Gigo truck, too. We'll give you a sticker. 517-552-3040 yeah, for all the details. that was interesting. And the, thing about, you know, the interesting thing about the Gigo truck was when we were driving around with Rudy. Because, uh, you know, it's an electronic billboard, so he's got a laptop sitting on his right. uh, uh, dashboard that runs the program. We checked his search history. Yeah, we did. Actually, we did probably best. Anyway, so uh, we, we, we took a turn. Could, could have been some interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> pictures up on the side we, of that truck. We took a turn, and the laptop closed because it sort of slid down the thing, and it closed real quick. So the, the billboard went blank real quick, and he brought the program right back up. No big deal. And uh, Why are you bringing this up? I'm giving folks a little insight. Oh, a little insight. Oh, and how you repaired things. I didn't have, I had nothing to do with Rudy it. Rudy I handed him the I go, fix it. Uh, <laughs> and he did. And it was fine. It came right back up. But uh, the nice thing about it was, you know, when I got to see him bring up the program to, you know, put the stuff in. Yeah, it made me realize, you know, there's this there's, thing's like a giant light bright. <laughs> That's what it was. It kind of it's is. Like, right. You put the pegs right on the side, put right, the pegs yeah, in. It's a it little bit great. more complicated but, than a light bright. But really, yeah. it is. I was yeah. looking for the clown. But it has so many different things you can do. I saw that. <laughs> you have so many different things you can do. Uh, that we plan on maybe doing. Really? Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of adaptability. We might, play, we might yeah. play Wordle on the side of that truck. <laughs> you know what? We should. <laughs> Although that might be a traffic hazard. It might. I don't know. So, yeah, that's fun. So, uh, yeah, we'll do it again soon. Uh, we have our uh, two-cent history lesson. Yeah, we do. To take care of. Yeah, you do. And we have a brand new sponsor. Welcome to the Giggle family, Oakland yeah. Insurance. Absolutely. Insurance may be the last thing on your mind. But it should okay. not be. No, but that's okay. Oh, it's okay? Yeah, you know, it's uh, the first thing, however, on their mind every day. At Oakland Insurance. Right. Let's be frank. <laughs> Ballpark or sample? Yeah. Or Frank Burns. Okay. It doesn't matter. Whether we're talking about your home, your vehicles, business, or life, the unexpected will happen. Just like when that laptop closed. It's wow, what a tie-in you Thank did there. You. That yes. could have been trouble. Yeah. All right. But Things there is happen. a bright side. Things happen. Like a light bright right. side. The bright side, like our truck, is you can depend on Drew Goble at Oakland Insurance and Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance to provide the peace of mind that you need. At Oakland Insurance, they believe the best relationships are honest, upfront, and fair. And if you want to get frank about insurance, you can call Drew. Not Frank. No. Drew. No, call Drew. Right. Don't Drew. call him Frank. No, no. I mean, he's probably used to it by now. Uh, Drew Goble, Oakland Insurance. Give him a call. 248-647-2500. Oakland Insurance. Sponsors of our Two Cent History Lesson. And today is August 15th on this yeah. Monday morning. Today is National Leathercraft Day. Hmm. Leathercraft Day. 
was the last time you made anything out of leather? leather. <laughs> like a Parks and Rec thing in the summer of 76, yeah. I'm thinking, you know. Yeah, it's probably pretty expensive. It's probably cheap wallet. cowhide. <laughs> it really, really wasn't, wasn't real leather, leather you right. know, per se. Probably that plastic yeah. leather. Pleather. Yeah. Fine Corinthian leather. Oh, wow. Wow. You Put some have. studs on that thing. <laughs> it's relaxation day. Oh. Huh. On a Monday? Sure. All right. Yeah, ease into the week. It's also lemon meringue pie day. Mm. For those that have trouble pronouncing, you could say lemon meringue. <laughs> you could. Lemon meringue I wouldn't pie. suggest it. Yeah. I used to make lemon meringue pie. When I oh, of course you did. Baker. Mr. Baker. A little bit of uh, egg whites and sugar. All right, you know, lemon meringue, it's okay. I, it's not, not that big, I dislike no. it, but it's not something See, I the seek thing out. about I, meringue. When you put it on a lemon pie, especially right. lemon meringue pie, is that the the meringue as you it sits the, in a refrigerator? You mean the meringue? Yeah, the meringue yeah. as it's sitting in the refrigerator, it starts to get a little wet. Okay, mushy. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say moist, but people moist. don't like that's moist. <laughs> it's like, so, but it, it'll tend yeah. to slide oh, a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. So when you go to cut it, it's oh yeah, yeah, you don't want that. So yeah, so eat it soon. That's why I like Marianne's coconut cream pie. The one that, well, I mean, what I'm saying is the ones that she made on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> you know, I'm not, uh, that wasn't some sort of subtext for something else because that would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really would. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't make this weird. <laughs> I bet Drew's really happy <laughs> within Drew's five like, minutes. He's already emailing. Uh, you know, uh, on second thought, I. Uh, <laughs> hey, things that. happen. Yeah, they do. Accidents happen. <laughs> All right. 1620, the Mayflower set sail for the New World. Let's go to the New World, shall we? Yes, they did. This yes. old one is old. Yes. <laughs> I'm tired of the old world. Tired of this. Let's go to the New Let's World. Let's get out of here. Freeing pilgrim fathers from yes. the tyranny oppression of Europe. Right. And they brought their own tyranny oppression to the yes. New World. We're going to bring our own over let's, here. Let's start anew at the land of opportunity. Yes. Oh. Where we can have anything we want. What do you mean there are people here? Get out. Move on. We're the pilgrims. We've come because of tyranny. We smell a little funny. We've been on a, <laughs> We've been boat, on a boat for a long time. Long time. See what happens. <laughs> Things there's happen. no deodorant in 1620. <laughs> well, you know. Was there? No. I doubt it. Mm -mm. Your natural body, natural deodorant. Oh. Put a little cheese curds under each arm. You smell like McConaughey. <laughs> I only wish I smelled like McConaughey. Are you kidding me? 1848, the dental chair was patented hmm. by M. Waldo Hanchett. Just wow. so you know. Okay. Yeah, the dental chair. So what's so special about the dental chair? Well, I mean, it reclines. It was kind of like the pre-lazy boy, don't you In think? the way. I mean, it wasn't yeah. comfortable, but... I mean. My dental chair is it's got a little vibration thing for massage while you're getting your teeth done. Where the hell do you go to uh, dentist? I go to Tucker Rockefeller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Insurance pays for that. Yeah. Thomas Edison in 1877 wrote to the president of the telegraph company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, to suggest that when answering the telephone, mm. the word hello would be more appropriate than ahoy. Right. I can't that's even how they, imagine. Uh, ahoy. imagine. Ahoy. 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 That'd be kind of funny. You get that funny guy going, ahoy. Yeah. Yeah. Ahoy. 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 Yeah. So, Chips in ahoy. honor of that. <laughs> Sorry. <with the> <laughs> honor of that. When you answer your phone today, right. say ahoy just for fun. You know what? Especially if you know it's a telemarketer or something. Really mess right. with them. Ahoy, you've got the SS Marino. Why do you Marino. call yourself and <laughs> say, say ahoy. ahoy? 
1969, the three-day Woodstock Music and Art Fair began oh, on yeah. Mac Yasker's 600-acre farm in Bethel, right outside of New York. Mm-hmm. Attended by over 400,000 people, free concert. Not they were of, looking for the new world. Not a lot of deodorant there and either. And I was going to say, yeah. they smelled like the pilgrims. And don't take the brown acid. Yeah. And they so, did, you know, they did when anyway. you hear about Woodstock, yeah. you don't hear too much about the art. It was a music and art fair. Well, that's true. It was more than yeah, music. Yeah, right. yeah. The art. Everything was on focused yeah. on what was it? All tie dye crap. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man! And and probably some leather well, too, since it's a little. I would imagine there was some leather because it's leather, leather crafting. Right? Yeah, so yeah, so. there was probably a guy with a tent. You can imagine the, the, some type the poor guy who sets up his tent. He's like, oh, it's an art fair. Maybe this will be were... nice. And he sets up and he's got his little leather goods and his tie-dye yeah. stuff and whatever. And I just got back from Milford Memories. Here I am. <laughs> 400,000 people show up. They're all on brown acid. And he's like, like, crap, I don't hey, got Hey, stop! <laughs> I'm selling moccasin <laughs> boots over here. The ones with the fringe. <laughs> Buy your Johnny Bravo jacket over here. All right. 1981. Mm. Diana Ross and Lionel Richie started a nine-week run at number one on the U.S. singles chart with Endless Love. Oh, God. Wasn't that from Blue Lagoon? No, it was from it was from a different movie. Oh. I thought I mean, you're thinking of Brooke Shields because she was in Blue Lagoon, but she was in the movie. Maybe the movie was called Endless Love, too. I don't remember. But I think the, Man, dude, I think right. I think the guy burned down his girlfriend's house or something. <laughs> <laughs> but Endless Love, he loved her a lot. I think he set fire to her house because he was going to try and rescue her. The hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, this movie was endless right, love. Yeah, what's the you're plot? right. What's the plot? I'm the sure freaky I'm guy. Sh- I'm sure you're right. It was a Franco Zeffirelli production. I didn't oh, know you were. I didn't know you were into the Italian uh, stuff there. <laughs> the Zeffirellis. Yeah, you know, it sounds like a cheap Lamborghini. <laughs> it's kind of like a knockoff. It's a knockoff. He's got a Zeffirelli. I got a Zeffirelli. That thing doesn't go for crap. It doesn't really. It's got a four it horse. Doesn't go uh, anywhere, man. What the? <laughs> it's got a. It's got a pull. A this thing has a pull start on it. I hate these Zeffirellis. <laughs> it's got a Tecumseh four cylinder on it. So what was the plot? Yeah, I'm, uh, the the guy up, loved Brooke Shields. Uh, uh, teenagers Jade Butterfield, oh, right off Jade Butterfield. David Axelrod, fall in love after being introduced by Jade's brother Keith. Oh, Keith. The Butterfield's bohemian lifestyle, for which they're well known in their community, oh. allows Jade and David to develop an all-consuming and passionate relationship. Ooh. One night, Jade's mother, Anne, sneaks downstairs, catching Jade and David making love by the fireplace. What? She starts living vicariously through them. But her husband, Hugh, watches them with increasing unease. Ooh. Back at school, one of David's friends, Billy, tells him that when he was eight, he tried to burn a pile of newspapers, got scared, and pulled the fire out, and his parents thought he was a hero for saving the house from burning. See, I told you there was a burning house in the Inspired movie. Inspired by this story, David starts a fire on the Butterfield's front porch and walks away. By the time he returns, the flame has spread too far. David evacuates the Butterfield's from the burning house before he is subsequently apprehended. Following the trial, David is convicted of second-degree arson. Roll credits. <laughs> there was a little bit more, but... That was enough. a Zeffirelli production. That was a Zeffirelli. And, uh, see, I had part of it. Right? You did? No. For, you, for a you, movie you that's over 40 years you old. Yeah. I, I... Think now, I were can. you seeing... Did you go, what, go see the theater? I, I think we did the go theater? to the movie. So that was a date movie. Right? Yeah, yeah. I did not try to burn down no. my wife's, or future wife's house. <laughs> <laughs> Probably good move. <laughs> smooth. Uh, smooth. <laughs> How'd the date go? Well, I didn't try to burn day. down her house. Okay, Second well, that's date. a start, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. 1992, Boys to Men started a 13-run, 13 13-week uh, 13 run at number one with... Mm. End of the Road. Oh, my God. 
The group's first number one. That was from a movie as well. Do you remember the movie? I do not. Eddie Murphy was in it. It was not one of the Beverly Hills Cop movies. No, I wouldn't imagine. It was Boomerang. Okay. Boomerang. All right. I mean, that song was a mega The song broke a 36-year-old record held by one Elvis Presley. Yeah. It was crazy big. Yeah. We had to play that thing all (laughs) the time. And the thing is, at the time, as DJ, we were at a top 40 station. We played it all the time. And we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, ugh. And and now I, I I heard it not that long ago. And you go, oh, that's not that. And I was like, that was a good song. As a song, sure. it was a quality song. It just got overplayed. Yeah, it was almost as good as "Endless Love" in a burning well, house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, two thousand one, astronomers announced the discovery of the first solar system outside of our our own. Hey, let's go pollute it. <laughs> the Pilgrims decided yeah, to hop on a go. ship called the Mayflower. And said, let's go. You know what? You're right. Two planets orbiting a star of the Big Dipper in the Big Dipper. All right, there you go. The Big Dipper. Yeah. Yeah. Did they have a podcast? No. I don't know. I remember the Big Bopper, though. (laughs) (laughs) Shut it. Silly, lazy, pretty face. (laughs) You know, that brings to mind something I want to say. By the way, Two Cent History Lesson brought to you by Oakland Insurance. Drew Goble from Oakland Insurance. Give him a call. Today at 248-647-2500, Oakland Insurance and Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance, of course, sponsors of the Two Cent History Lesson. Tell them Mike and John sent you. Absolutely. Um, I had a point. So that brought to mind Chantilly Lace. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, you know, okay. Hello, baby. When you think about how many songs, especially from the 50s and 60s, that are about really, 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 really inappropriate relationships, Okay. I mean, think about, okay. I saw her standing there from the Beatles. Well, she was just She was 17. just 17, if you know what I mean. You know, I play that for my kid, and my kid's like, what Jeez. the hell does that mean? And I'm like, well, it, uh, you see, I have to understand. It was the time. And they're like, he's a pedophile. <laughs> well, you have to understand. Well, yeah, but before it's the that. time. But like, before that, there was, yeah. you're 16, exactly. you're beautiful, and you're mine, and I'm 55. <laughs> Exactly. So, that was a Ringo Starr. Well, before somebody, well, it was yeah, a remake, he, but, but he remade yeah. it. But yeah, but I'm just saying, it seems like there's a lot of songs from the 50s and 60s what that were like of pervs. That's kind of an inappropriate thing that you've just said. Yeah, but we, it had a good yeah. beat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we had classier songs. I'm to get sorry. Little, little yeah. Older, got into the 90s. And That's right. Oh my god. <laughs> That's right. You're right there. <laughs> Yeah. Things like, you know, Me So Horny. I mean, classic songs like that that were not at <laughs> all inappropriate. Yeah. Or Big Balls by ACDC, another <laughs> great song, which I had my own rendition of. Those were, he was referring to dance halls. Well, yeah. I in that song. Yeah, the, 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 you the had to take balls. it to, to that level. Well. <laughs> as if it were a ZZ You're Top, right. My Tube or, Steak Boogie. Right. Or, or Aerosmith, <laughs> Big Ten Inch. Yeah, it was a record, record of the yes. band that plays the blues. Right. <laughs> Radio. Yeah, so it's a good thing we yeah. solved that. Yeah. There's none there's of that no, stuff going there's on none today. Of, there's nothing inappropriate. That's right. That rock and roll. Checking your search engine. <laughs> when <laughs> the show's done. That. Hold on. All right, we hope to see you next time. Here on Mike and John Got It Going On. Don't forget we have a website called Mike and John Podcast. Hey, wait a I think second! I saw that on a truck over the weekend. So I did too. Uh, I yeah. was in that truck. You were in that <laughs> truck. Hey, man! <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, check out the website yeah. for uh, for all our local news. Great things that are happening. Daily local news. Ways at to Mike contact and John Podcast dot com. You can check out past shows. 
We have an events calendar, everything there, mikeandjohnpodcast.com. And perhaps you want to buy a Mike and John shirt. You've got the hoodie. merch store. Yes, If you go to the, uh, the uh, table of contents, the... Uh, Bibliography. The bibliography. <laughs> <laughs> table contents, you know. But table, what table am I, what's, content. The, what's the thing I'm by? It's yeah, the, the, the top of the, 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 top little, of the little the search engine. The drop down bar, whatever yeah. it is. The menu. Thank you. I'm going to remember. How could I forget a menu? Uh, anyway. <laughs> you so, usually order yeah, without a menu. That's why. I know it by heart. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, go to the merch store. Check out uh, the Mike and John merch. Got some good stuff. Fall, That's, you know, it was a little chilly over the weekend. Fall's coming. It's still summer, of course. Okay, old but man. You want that it's hoodie? A little you want chilly. that hoodie? I need a sweater. Hey, you weren't saying anything different last week. You I, point out it was show you. chilly. You got to get your 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 uh, hoodie. Get your hoodie or your Woody. <laughs> we don't have any Mike and John Woodies <laughs> that you can see. So, go to the merch store on MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. Hey! There are no Woodies available at this time. She was just seven. (laughs) Okay. Can we edit that part? It's time to get out. Yeah. All right. I'm telling you. You've been giggling with Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle on.